This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Good morning. It's Sterling Fox in for the vacationing Jill Bennett, joined on the line from Ottawa by Senator Diane Griffin, who is the chair of a committee that has just released a report entitled A Growing Concern, How to Keep Farmland in the Hands of Canadian Farmers. Senator Griffin, good morning. Good morning. It's good to have you with us. Uh, You were here in Vancouver just a few days ago uh, with your committee talking about this report. So give us the nuts and the bolts of it, Diane. Why are you as concerned as you are? Do you, uh, we've seen it on the prairies where big agribusiness has purchased grain farms and canola farms and sunflower farms. Uh, They, they allow the people who, who they bought the farm from to, to remain there so they have a place to live, but it's no longer their property. It's owned by some giant corporation, usually American. We've seen that on the prairies for decades. Is it pervasive across Canada, or is it mostly limited to the prairies? Well, it's probably, uh, I would have to say, more common in the prairies, but it, uh, it's certainly across Canada. There's very few provinces that have not felt that impact. Years ago in Prince Edward Island, there was uh, land limits put on. They called it the uh, Land Protection Act, but I think most other such limits. Okay, now I'm, I'm I'm breaking up a little on your cell line, but here in British Columbia, of course, you're and you were here just a few days ago. You're quite familiar, and we're all terribly familiar with, this, with a concept called the Agricultural Land Reserve, which was implemented many decades ago, uh, which protects and I put that word in quotes, Senator, protects uh, Fraser Valley farmland mostly from the encroachment of developers. However, as we've seen in the decades since that was established, encroachment, nonetheless does happen. Is this uh, a good example to use in terms of the way things are occurring across Canada? Actually, actually you're right. Uh, That is occurring across Canada, but it's usually where there are larger cities and other other interested land uses. For instance, near uh, large cities like Toronto, uh, the farmland over the years has has become paved over and is part of the streets of Toronto sure. now. Mm-hmm. So we're we're in a situation where there's any large urban area, the farmland nearby has pretty well disappeared, and the margins are further and further out. So then what, uh, as you've done this Senate report, you and your colleagues in the Senate of Canada, and you talk about your growing concern about keeping farmlands in the hands of Canadian farmers, what can be done, Senator Griffin, to to assuage some of your concerns? Well, there's a number of things that uh, can be done. A lot of uh, land use, of course, comes under provincial jurisdiction, so it's very important for the provinces to weigh in. And some farmland is also within municipalities, uh, especially rural municipalities, so land use zoning is another thing that's very important. But even so, incrementally over the years, we've seen farmland uh, disappear, you know, as there are spot zoning requests or as cities get large and they, they want to spread further. So it's an ongoing competition uh, for land use, especially where there are a large number of people. 
And I suppose, Senator, you really couldn't fault the farmers. If you're on the fringe of one of these agricultural belts around a big city, and, you know, even if it's the family farm that you've had since the 1870s, uh, somebody comes along and dangles a sweet check for mega millions in front of you, uh, and this represents more money than you've ever dreamed about, let alone considered possibly making in your lifetime, it's tough to say no, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is difficult to say no, because in many cases, uh, the the land is actually the person's retirement. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not like a civil servant that's going to get a nice pension when they retire. Uh, Their property is is their investment. That's what they've got to live on for the future. So really nice check in front of them. Yes, it's very difficult to say no. Sure. Now, uh, there's one thing in your report that, that causes me a little confusion, Senator Griffin, and that's talking about the the uh, uh, I always thought of a farm and the residents contained on the farm uh, in the same way a city dweller would think of his or her principal residence. And when you sell your principal residence, it is tax exempt. Yet farms are not. Why is that? Um, it's not unique uh, to firms. Um, I'm thinking also of uh, fishing licenses. Uh, you know, a lobster fisherman, his boat, his business, his uh, traps, it's all treated as a, you know, a capital investment and subject to capital gains tax. So uh, it's very different. Uh, and I'm not sure why it is. This, we have a long history in this country of the farm house, uh, you know, on the farm sure. as we grew up. I mean, I grew up in a family farm. Uh, but in that case, the, my dad's principal residence wasn't counted as, uh, you know, as part of the farm in terms of capital gains. But but the land certainly would be if it went out of farmland. So uh, in this case, it got transferred within the family. So it all depends on the individual circumstance. Right. Could I ask you a personal question, Senator Griffin? Is that family farm that you grew up on still in your family? The farm is, but the house is not. Interesting. It was severed off, and uh, but the, the farm is still a family farm. Interesting. um, So we're very lucky, but it's on the margins. It's right on the boundary of the city of Summerside. So it'll be interesting in the future whether or not that land can uh, stay in my brother's hands or whether he feels he will need to liquidate it. Right. Does he have descendants? And the reason I'm asking, I'm probing your personal life here, Senator, and I'll give you... Uh, no, I'm a family of eight. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, t- I'll tell my, you why. My brother does not have children, okay. so, and he's on the boundary of Summerside, so uh, I think the writing may be on the wall for the future. And the reason I ask you that is because pre- I'm in precisely the same circumstance. I come from a long family of uh, of, uh, of Southern Ontario dairy farmers. Uh, the, 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 the property's been in the family since 1836. It is now in the hands of a 92-year-old bachelor uncle of mine, with no direct descendants. He's going to leave the farm to his siblings, who are approximately his age, with whom, and, and they also don't have any descendants who are interested in the farm for anything other than selling it. And this is, I don't imagine, a rare circumstance in your family or mine. I imagine this is being duplicated right across Canada quite frequently. Don't you? Uh, I'm afraid you're right. Yes. That, that is going on across Canada. We have smaller farm families. Uh, farms need to be bigger. Uh, it requires a huge investment. 
a lot of people are not interested in the hard work associated with farming or dealing with uncertain weather. So, yes, there's a lot of factors at play here. Why uh, the next generation may not necessarily be interested in uh, continuing on the family farm. Almost out of time here, Senator Griffin, and we're grateful for yours this morning. At the federal level, you spoke about agricultural land appropriation being a, largely a provincial responsibility, but at, a, at the federal level, in terms of assistance to farmers in some way, is there something that can be done at least on a taxation basis that might create some relief? Well, of course there is. The, uh, that's the primary role that could be played by the federal government. And uh, capital gains tax, uh, the exemption uh, for farmland has not increased in years and years. So uh, it's time that, that that was looked at again. I have no idea what the proper amount should be. Uh, a farm owner from Winkler, Manitoba, has suggested to me what it should be, but uh, the the department will have to look at that. The taxation department will have to look at that, and, and it really does need to be updated, and it is a detriment to passing on family farms. Indeed it is. Uh, Senator Griffin, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it this morning. Good to speak to you, and, and I hope this uh, develops some legs and uh, gathers some interest uh, across the way in the House of Commons as well. Okay, thank you. There's Senator Diane Griffin, an independent senator from PEI, uh, and the chair of the committee that just released this report titled A Growing Concern, How to Keep Farmland in the Hands of Canadian Farmers. Google it. It's quite an interesting read. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.